Welcome to FSE Live. You know, in looking back on our first five episodes or so, it occurred to me that we've had way too many male guests on the show. So tonight we're going to fix that by having our first all-female show, and we're going to film it from where else? Right here at the Four Queens. Stay tuned. the Fremont Street Experience in downtown Las Vegas. It's FSE Live with your host, Jeff Victor. Welcome to FSE Live right here on the Vegas Video Network. My name's Jeff Victor, I'll be your host. I'm also the president of the Fremont Street Experience, which explains why we're filming live, live, right here in beautiful downtown Las Vegas. Uh, you know, I said in the opener that we're going to have an all-female show, and we're going to come to you live from the Four Queens Casino. So tonight we'll have our first uh, movers and shakers that's, that's a female. We're going to have a female musical guest. We're going to have uh, our first female uh, meet the neighbor. And Megan's going to return to tell us what's happening in downtown. Stay tuned. Okay, our first female guest, the first queen of the evening, is the <laughs> Director of Communications and Entertainment right here at the Four Queens. Everybody, please meet Lisa Robinson. How you doing, Lisa? I always like Good being introduced as a queen. <laughs> you are a queen. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you're at the Four Queens. Why not? And the Four Queens has been here for quite some time. What, what's its history and its origins, and how in the world did it get its name, Four Queens? Well, we hear this a lot. Um, but when I first started working here about five years ago, I was doing my research and the Four Queens uh, opened in 1966. This space was actually several buildings and they built it from the ground up. They raised all the buildings and they built it. It was a man named Ben Gostein. Okay. And he had the original idea that he had a wife and three daughters and hence the name the Four Queens. Well, it works out really nicely for our show tonight. but. Uh... I also, Terry Cottle, who's yeah, a I have to owner. segue into that because by coincidence or fate, I'm not sure which. It's got to be fate. It's, it's got to be fate. Um, Terry Cottle bought this property in 2003, and he has a wife and three daughters. So we have Ben Goffstein in the Four Queens. We have Terry Cottle in the Four Queens. It all works, right? Yeah, so 1966 is how it started, but uh, all through the years, you've been renovating and expanding, including where we're sitting tonight, which is a, a brand new indoor outdoor bar and patio uh, we're so proud of this you know we um, we've always loved the entertainment out on the street and we kind of got borrowed the concept from our sister property over at Binion's. They built a patio. Because Terry Cottle owns both. He owns both yeah. properties. And so we kind of brag a little over here because our patio is much bigger <laughs> than, than Binion's. But we have um, the bar itself. And the bar is, right, a, behind is us. right behind us. It's 43 feet long. We wanted wow. to take advantage of the great crowds we have out here on Fremont Street. So we have 43 feet of bar, full service bar, anything you want to order. And um, here in this patio, it wraps nicely around the property. We have 62 seats, tall boy tables, and the best view to the Third Street stage. Yeah, we're right, right next to the stage. So I this mean, was, I, I didn't this measure was a... it exactly, but I think it's maybe like seven to ten feet. Yeah, I know. So this was the place to be on New Year's Eve. <laughs> oh, it was so much fun. And I just looked over my shoulder, and I see a lady in red back here as if she's going to come up and, and bring oh, us something special. Yes, this is Sandra. Hi, Sandra. Thanks for coming Hello, over. Sandra. Okay, so oh. here, this is Fremont Street, and it is the Four Queens, and so I have to show these off. We'll talk about the coffee cocktails in a second, okay. but Jeff, check these out. I mean, you've been on Fremont Street a while. You can't be Fremont Street without some custom drinkware. So 
they are so custom and so large that they kind of can't quite fit on our table. So I'm going to give them back to Sandra. Well, wait, before you, before you do, because you say custom drinkware, this is a neck strap. And so oh, on New Year's Eve, I saw people walking around dangling these. And about all they ha had to do is reach well, down to the, the straw. the handle so. works probably at the beginning of yeah. the evening, and you probably need the neck strap <laughs> towards great. the end of the evening. But I don't care how refined you are. How fun is this? That's great. To have on Fremont Street. What's inside of these things? Anything you want? or Anything you want. This one probably has a little flavored vodka. We found the flavored vodkas and rums were extremely popular on New Year's Eve, and they have been throughout the year. But, yeah, it's many, many ounces. <laughs> Many, yep. many ounces. Thank you, Sandra. You're awesome. We appreciate it. And then these okay. little doodads. So our bar, since this is Las Vegas, we opened in the morning, actually. So about You opened the bar in the morning. <laughs> yes, we opened the bar in the morning. That's so you can come know. sit on I'm this right patio there. and have a drink at 10 a.m. if you want. So okay. And we have full espresso and coffee. But for this, for coffee, you are welcome. Oh, this is warm. You are welcome to add. It's a little chilly out here tonight. <laughs> I know, but we have nice heaters above us that are keeping us nice and warm, even on a cold January right. night. So you can add any liqueur or liquor you want. This one is called the chocolate cupcake. Oh, yes, it is. Can you taste it? It has a little um, cupcake vodka in it. Yeah, that's really nice. Mm. Oh, my. Very, oh, that's delicious. <laughs> I like that. So you go. Your title includes entertainment, and, and, and you know we love live entertainment all throughout Fremont Street. So what do you do inside the doors here? You know, it's one of our, it's kind of tucked away in the back of our property, so a lot of people that are walking around Fremont Street, um, we have to sort of educate them a little bit. We have a full showroom in the back of our property right off of the, right off of the lobby. It's called the Canyon Club Showroom, and um, you've had Jay Bolin on this show before, I think. I, we did, down there with Tim. And Jay is great. He performs at 9 p.m. and right. um, Tuesday through Friday. And then we have Mike Hammer, and he's been downtown with us in that showroom for almost two, almost three years. And he does a comedy magic show. It's super fun. Right. And, um, you know, and you can bring your kids to that one. Uh, it's at 7 p.m. Tuesday through Saturday. And they, 13, 13 and over can come, and we have a great time. One of my favorite forms of entertainment happens to be food, and one of my favorite restaurants downtown is is right here inside the Four Queens. You know, it's funny because we almost you know which one I'm talking it, about. we're talking about Hugo Cellar, and in some ways, when we got here, um, you know, Terry would always joke and say, you know, I tell people that, well, I just bought the Four Queens, and this was in 2003, and they're like, huh, and have this sort of look on their face, and he's like. It has Hugo Cellar, and they, oh, we know exactly where that is, because right. Hugo Cellar has been in town and been open for more than 35 years. I think we're right between 35 and 40. It has, it's an old, as old school as you can get. It the is. menu kind of hasn't changed. We have classic steaks, seafood. Yeah, steak Diane's and flaming liqueurs. And yeah, we do some things that, you know, we have a table side salad cart, you know, four people wait on your table. They prepare this, I love the salad cart. The, the side I, I have to admit, I have gone there just for the salad. And a lot of people do them, you know, like when you read TripAdvisor and you look at these other stuff, so many comments about the salad cart because it's awesome and you really don't get that anywhere else in Las Vegas. Yeah, if, if folks haven't seen that, it's a big rolling cart and uh, they they ask you, do you want hearts of palm, yes or no? Do you want... There's 18 ingredients 18 on that ingredients. There's 18 ingredients on that cart, so they ask you every single thing yep. and choice and dressings and it comes as part of your meal. That's another thing that we don't talk about, which is old school about Hugo's that you don't hear about that often is you know, you go to a place on the strip and everything's a la carte. Your salad is $10, right. your potato, everything is included in your meal at Hugo's. So you have the salad, you have a potato, you have a vegetable, and a complimentary dipped fruit at the end of your meal. And, and it's called a cellar for maybe a couple of reasons. One, because it sits down in the basement, which I love because there are no windows. So 
you, you talk about it being an old school Las Vegas kind of thing. When you get down there with no windows, you really kind of lose what year or what era you're in. You feel like Sammy Davis could walk in at any minute. Well, and he did back yeah. in the day. We know the Rat Pack hung out sure. there and enjoyed um, enjoyed many meals in there and had a few drinks. And so, you know, we're very proud of that. And you said old school. And you do you walk in there and you sort of are, you know, back in time. But it's still, you know, we have a fabulous wine list, 300 bottles on the in, We've actually done price comparisons, and so we know you can get the exact same bottles for a much more reasonable price at Hugo's. We have Albert Steele, he's been our manager there. He's got decades of restaurant yeah, the, experience. And, and the and staff there, they, they kind of get the vibe in part because they've been there for a while. For a while. I mean, I think I asked around one time. When, when The last time I ate there, I had four people serving me. The, the um, freshman of the group had been there 18 years. <laughs> So it's that kind of place. Yeah, but your sommelier, here the other reason it's called uh, the cellar because the wine selection is fabulous, but the, the sommelier has been there. His name is John Simmons, and he actually grew up in England. His father owned a wine shop, and he's been he's been there almost 30 years. I have to check with him. He'll, if I get it wrong, I apologize, John. <laughs> but he's been there close to 30 years, and he does, um, you know, he's so knowledgeable. He's one of the very first in Las Vegas to ever get the designation sommelier. That's, you know, what he's done his whole career. That's not an easy thing, and at the time it must have been uh, more difficult I think there was like novel. three or four in all of Las right. Vegas when he when he um, achieved that. But he keeps a special reserve of about 75 bottles that he rotates, and they're his hand selections. They're not on the menu, so if you ever go in there, what I do is I just say, okay, John, he says, what are you having? I said, you tell me what, to, what wine, and there you go. And he hasn't missed with me yet. So if there was a, a place outside of Hugo's Cellar that, uh, whether it's uh, something on the gambling floor or a restaurant or whatever, what, what would be the one thing that you wouldn't want somebody to, to miss as they visited here? Well, that's a good question because, you know, we are, since we were built in 1966, we're pretty compact, so we have to right. be pretty creative with our space. Right. And um, we have a great little restaurant called Chicago Brewing Company, and it's elevated off the casino floor. It's a few steps up, and it's kind of tucked in the corner, and... Um, People sort of are surprised sometimes when they walk up there and say, oh, you have a whole brewing company up here, and we have our own handcrafted beer. Which changes throughout the year. You get different well, seasonal Well, we keep beers. some staples, right. and then we rotate some seasonals throughout there, and that beer is actually brewed right here in Las Vegas. Terry Cottle owns a freestanding brewery, also called Chicago right. Brewing Company, that's in another part of town, and we bring that beer in and serve it right here at the Four Queens. And uh, I highly recommend uh, a variety of bar foods, uh, but the, uh, the I pizza. think I personally know you like the veggie pizza. I do like the veggie pizza. Yes. I'll be back for that. So pizza and appetizers, hamburgers, the whole, the, it's a great sort of casual dining experience. Well, thanks for sharing the Four Queens and being our first queen of the evening. Appreciate it. I love being a queen and working at the Four Queens. It all works. All right. Thanks again. <laughs> You'll want to check out the Four Queens on your next visit. Go to their website and see all there is to offer. We'll be right back. Oh, oh, hi. I'm Kelly Clinton. I wonder if Joan Rivers is watching. Oh, oh, please. Oh, my God. Who cares? I don't have a different one. You know who watches this show? Wayne Newton. You got that right, Kelly. I think you're absolutely beautiful. And challenge a young lady. Five, six, nine, twelve. Donkey shit. More camera time for me. Hey, I wonder if Cher's watching. Oh, please. I have so many other things to do. <laughs> Woo! Hi, I'm Kelly Clinton. I'm the host of Talk Tales, and you're watching the Vegas Video Network. That was horrible. So now we're on to the second queen of the evening. We have joining us tonight the lead singer from the group 
Venus Rising, please welcome Heather Riggy. Heather, how are you? Nice to good see to see you. you. Good. My hands are colder than My, you are. I, you know, I've been out here just a little bit. Yes. So, and I think that in the I've already thought table. out. I've been inside the four queens. You stepped so inside been, and watched yes, the first I part. Did. <laughs> all right. Well, Venus Rising, you play out here weekly. We do. We play out here all year long. We've been here for about five years. Five years. Yes. Well, that's crazy. Uh, you know, to keep the, the act fresh, we've actually challenged you to uh, keep up with the seasons and some of the theming that we've done. So Absolutely. you've been called Venus Rising. You've also been called a few others. Well, we have, we have a few names. I'll tell you a couple of <laughs> them. Right. Uh, we've been called Vampire Rising in October. We changed for the holiday, and uh, we get a little spooky and a little gothic. And this past year, we were Zombie Rising. So it was really fun to kind of transform for the month into zombies and put the makeup on and put the costumes on and well, well, kinda, we had 30 days of Halloween this year. That's right. Yeah, Every so. year. We've done that for four years now. Yes, so. almost. Well, so that kind of begs the question, what kind of music do you guys play? You know, I tell people we do everything from Lady Gaga to Led Zeppelin, from Adele to ACDC. We do everything. Yeah, we yeah, know yeah. about 300 songs, I 300. would say. So I, I never understood this as a non-entertainer because I... I listen to a song on the radio, and as soon as it's over, I can't remember the lyrics from that one song. So how is it that musicians and, and singers can remember lyrics and, and the notes because you don't have sheet music? And So how does, is that just like a natural thing that you realize you had? or You know, I have a pretty good memory, but I have to focus. And what I like to do is I like to try to put dance moves with the lyrics so I can't forget them. You know, it's like a routine. It's like a, a grand entrance and you're, you know, you're choreographed. So it's easy, and that's your trigger. It is. You've got to do something to help you remember. And so with uh, the Star Spangled Banner or something or the national anthem, I see people mess that up all the time. Do you occasionally lose track? I, I do. I, I'm guilty of it. Only if I have one of the Fremont Street cocktails before <laughs> yeah, the show. Like one of those. But I never like one of those that. giant things they brought out earlier. That might that's make me a, lose my focus. That's a bad move. Concentration. That's a bad move. But uh, usually pretty good at it. You know. So. Uh, I know in bands, because we meet a lot of them out here, uh, there's kind of different personalities between the lead singer and the, and the instrumentalist. And so it's been my experience that the drummers are always kind of the behind-the-scenes troublemakers. They're the ones that always end up dating another band member's girlfriend or doing something that causes a, a rip in the, in the organization. Is that is that how it is in your band? Not the case of Venus Rising. No? I think the drummers... The saint in the band. The oh drummer boy. is the drummer will show up to the show three or four hours before and Fremont Street staff will tell you he's always here and set up well, don't hours before well, don't I lose even that wake guy. up. Yeah, don't lose <laughs> that don't guy. Lose so that who guy. is there's always one. Who is you it? know, I wanna say it's the guitar player, the bass player, but I think it might be me. <laughs> I don't you guys are all backwards. Uh, we're backwards. You're yes. all backwards. That's okay. So you played a lot of places in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, what makes Fremont Street unique, or is it not? Is it, is it just... Fremont Street is the only venue that we play that's all ages, and I love that because we have such a wide range, and our demographic is huge here. I mean, we have um, little girls, you know, 12 years old singing along to our Kesha and Lady Gaga songs, and then at the same time, you know, we'll... We'll do some Bon Jovi and Guns N' Roses, and we'll entertain a little older crowd. And I like the diversity. I like to be able to sing to anyone down here. And uh, 
keeps it keeps it fresh. So the crowd's diverse, the music is diverse, and uh, they're not just sitting uh, in the background at a bar or sitting in a chair uh, in a lounge. Uh, they're they're up and active, and so there's probably a few memorable uh, moments that you guys uh, have lived you know, through. There's it's always interesting on Fremont Street. You never really know what's going to happen when you show up for a show. But I think my most memorable moment is. Our band is, is from all over the United States. My drummer Mark is from Kansas City. My guitar player Eden is from Detroit. My bass player is from Philly, but every night my bass player introduces me, Heather, from Buffalo, New York. And one night, and I'm such a huge sports fan, so it pains me to say this, my bass player said, ladies and gentlemen from Buffalo, New York, Heather Riggi, and someone in the audience yelled, Wide right. Oh, wide and, right. That's just from this recently. <laughs> and this is this pains me because these are my Buffalo Bills, and it's just so funny. I think that was the most memorable moment for me because I'm such a huge sports fan, and I will never forget that. Well, as that, much as it pained me, it was very close to home, and it was comforting. Good stuff. That, that won't be the the, the best one because that'll get topped here. You know, short enough It'll short get topped order. tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Well, thank you, Heather, for being our guest. I appreciate, oh, I appreciate it. appreciate it, Jeff. Thanks for having Stay me. Stay tuned, folks. As you know, we always send somebody out on the street, Michael, usually, to find out where folks are from. And so let's go find out where you're from. All righty. What are your names? Leslie. Magda. Sarah. And where are you guys visiting us from? I'm from Scotland. I'm from Poland. Scotland. But we all live in London. All live in London. How do you ladies know each other? And we work together. We work, my mom. <laughs> so you guys work together and you're visiting with your mom. Okay. Yeah. Had you ever been to Las Vegas before? Yes, last year. Had you, when you were here last year, did you come to Fremont Street? I did, yes. I've never been, no. And you've never been to never. Fremont before, obviously. <laughs> Had you heard anything about Fremont before? The Zipwire and the big screen. <laughs> that was it. And, and has it lived up to your Yes. It's amazing. It so much different from the strip. Different from the strip and different in what way? In a good way? In a good way. What do you love about Fremont Just the atmosphere here. Yeah, it's so much more relaxed and, yeah, more relaxed. Um, you want to say hello to anyone back home? Can't be as lucky as you guys to be here. Hi, everybody at Phantom of the Opera in London. In London. <laughs> Are you guys associated? Yeah, we work there. Yeah. You work at Phantom? Yeah. yeah. I'm working at the bodyguard. bodyguard. Whitney Houston's the bodyguard. We get that next month. The musical. The musical the Starting yeah. next month. Oh, yeah. Oh wow. That's at the Adelphi Theatre. Any questions you have about Fremont Street? Just wanted to know how much the electricity bill would be. <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you, ladies. That was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. As I mentioned in a previous episode, uh, about 15% of the visitors to Las Vegas are from international locations. Michael either has a way of finding them or, or the internationals are particularly uncamera shy. Uh, but anyway, to answer the question, the Viva Vision show has uh, 12 and a half million light bulbs uh, over five football fields worth of length. And uh, we meter that thing separately. And depending on the time of year, because it starts as soon as the sun goes down. And so during the winter, we run shows earlier in the evening. The electric bill runs anywhere from, believe it or not, thirty to $40,000 a month. Thanks for asking. Traditional media believes that after about three minutes, you'll tune out. Most Vegas media companies think if it doesn't jiggle, you won't tune in. At the Vegas Video Network, we think both are wrong.
The Vegas Video Network is the first and only live online broadcast network that specializes in insider news and expert views about Vegas. We combine great storytelling with the ability to watch when and where you want on your computer, mobile device, or television. Discover the real Las Vegas. Visit VegasVideoNetwork.com. Well, you all have been great to send us encouraging words and uh, polite criticism so we can continue to make this show uh, fantastic and fun for us. Uh, if you want to continue to do that, we'd appreciate it. Please feel free to send us an email at fse at vegasvideonetwork.com or you can reach us uh, by using a web-based vo web voicemail by going to Vegas Video Network, clicking on the icon to the side of the page, get a microphone ready, and uh, send us a recording. Or, of course, uh, if you're watching us live, you can send us a, a live chat, and Scott behind the booth there will we'll get it. And then if you're going to watch us after the fact, you can get a hold of us uh, on YouTube or iTunes or Roku uh, every uh, Saturday at noon on KSHP 1400 AM. All right, so, you know, we're coming to you from the Fremont Street experience, but that's just a small part of what downtown's all about. We have such fabulous neighbors that we included this segment, and you've met a number of, of folks from Fremont East and the Mob Museum and surrounding areas, but you've never met a, uh, another casino outside of Fremont Street experience, and so we're going to do that tonight. So please welcome the Executive Vice President of the El Cortez, here you are, Alex Epstein. Hi, Jeff. Good to doing? see you. Good to see you, too. So uh, <laughs> we met Lisa earlier, and she was saying that the Four Queens has been here since 1966, but the El Cortez was here before that. A little bit longer than that. El Cortez has opened up in 1941, which makes it the longest continuously operating property in town. All under the same name. All under the same name. Never that's, close. That's great. You know, uh, we have all these historic photos in our office, yep. and uh, there are things that have stayed and things that have changed, but there's a couple of shots of the El Cortez, and I know you've done a lot of renovations through the years, but there are a couple of shots that look just like you've gone back in time. That's right. Well, the interior has changed completely. Right. The exterior is totally the same. The 6th and Fremont frontage uh, is pretty original. It's the 1941 build and our signage, our neon signage is from 1953, uh, which has allowed us to be nominated for the National Register of Historic Places, which would make us the first casino to get that recognition. Oh, how cool. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> so I was driving down I-15 here and saw one of your billboards and it yes. mentioned Bugsy Siegel. Yes. Did he really run the joint at a point? He really did. He definitely did in the mid-1940s, shortly before going to uh, the Flamingo. And actually, he still had some cohorts and associates that worked at the El Cortez a, a lot longer after his death. You say uh, cohorts and associates. <laughs> uh, he, I, there was a whole flavor back then. Uh, Absolutely. But, uh, you know, having colorful people run the joint is uh, continuing. <laughs> and I, say I, that, I wouldn't I say, disagree with you, Jeff. I say that because... Your family is part in charge and in, in, in the ownership. And so tell us about the folks that are running the place now. So really, the El Cortez is still privately owned. It's only changed hands a few times since Bugsy Siegel owned it in the 1940s. Um, and while Jackie Gone owned the property for a very long time, starting in 1963, uh, he turned it over to our family in 2008. So our family currently owns a property. But it's still Jackie mentality. What's good for downtown is good for the El Cortez. Jackie's a mentor of ours and still lives at the El Cortez, actually. Yeah. And 
I mean, still lives. You don't mean he comes there often. He literally lives up uh, above on the roof. Literally lives in the penthouse. Yeah. He does, and he's in the office with us day in and day out. So he's still a big part of it. That's great. You guys have been really nice to invite me over to a couple of uh, your luncheons because uh, all the executive staff gets together each day. And I, I got to tell you, they crack me up. They, Jackie comes down and joins, and, and there's everything from Jackie's limo driver to... Uh, uh, you know the the folks in the the office and some yep. of the people off the casino floor and and the the conversation I got to tell you is, is hilarious everything from watching the soap operas and discussing you, what's you've happened. been there, <laughs> been there. <laughs> they call themselves the CON the circle of knowledge that's that's, <laughs> that's uh, their kind it, of it is, personality uh, it's a lot of color and there's food just I mean piles and piles place. of food you never actually get a menu, just all this food comes and, and everybody shares. It's, That's, a, it's a fun, it's an event it, every it, day. It and you're, you have a standing invitation. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do that again yep, soon. Yeah, you should. <laughs> so uh, El Cortez is, uh, is also a little unique in that it does a really nice job of catering to both uh, tourists and locals. And so right. that being a little bit of a unique mix, how does that come about? You know, it's from a number of, for a number of reasons. You know, we've had a very uh, loyal following who are coming from out of town, who've been coming for decades and generations. Uh, we also have a very loyal local following, and they're coming for our food, whether it be our steakhouse or they're coming for different events that we have. We have a lot of locals that show up for Vegas Streets, which is our monthly food truck festival. Right. So um, whether it's events that we're holding or things uh, that are, they just know they're going to be treated like family when they walk in the door, there's a number of reasons that everybody's welcome to the Alcorn Yeah, and, and I know when you're advertising, you talk talk a lot about uh, your food and your, your gambling odds in particular. You guys... That's uh, right. We have a great gamble. We're over 42% looser than the Strip, and um, we play we pay out 3-2, to two, uh, whereas a lot of properties pay 6-5 on Blackjack. So it's a really great gamble. Your money's going to last a little bit longer at the El Cortez uh, but versus some other Strip properties or elsewhere you might go. So um, it's a fun time, no matter what you're doing. Yeah, and, and you're just right down the street from us here, That's and right. you sit in what we now know as the Fremont East District and because you've been there and most of the other places are new, you guys have been really broad-shouldered and had played an important role in developing that. What, what have you seen over the last we couple can, years? Well, we consider East Fremont, our neighborhood, one of our best assets. You know, yeah. we think it's a great, a great area. We have great fellow business owners. We love our neighbors. We work with them regularly. So it's really exciting to see the transition, not only in the physical neighborhood and the landscape, but to see the transition of people that are coming downtown. So to welcome in all these new locals, a little bit younger uh, generation, it's been really exciting and fun. And to be a part of that development and uh, to have those partnerships is just exciting. It's wonderful. Well, I love it. As I mentioned, I live down here and work down yep. here, and so I walk past and into the El Cortez weekly, if not daily, <laughs> and uh, I do uh, I do enjoy having you in the neighborhood. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me so much. All righty. It's a pleasure. So next time you're downtown you want to check out the El Cortez, look them up on the website and see what all they're up to. Stay tuned. This is David Ivey for Pub Crawl. It's funny because this is David from... You should, you should, no, you should just leave it on. Hi, I'm David Ivey from Pub Crawl, and you're watching the Vegas Video Network. And scene.
fourth queen tonight you met uh, in our last episode. Uh, bring us up to date on what's been happening and what's around the corner is direct from the FSE staff, Megan Conklin. Hi, Megan, boss man. Good, thanks. How are you doing? I'm finally recovering. I'm not yet. I still have my tiara on and my Ciroc bracelet, and I brought some goodies. My head still hurts just a little <laughs> bit of you. Take it easy. I'm on still that. partying, Jeff Victor. <laughs> Good times here on Fremont Street. Yes, so it takes us about six months to put together New Year's. Right. And it peaks in the days ahead of time. Right. It takes about six hours that night. Yeah. And then six months to plan, six hours that night. But it was so much fun this year. Um, I started my night with handling ticket sales. And then as I was walking down the mall, I saw Zoe Bowie. I saw a little Yellow Brick Road. And then, bam, I was walking down the mall and there's Quiet Riot playing. And it was just so fun because you're, you're running, you're doing your thing, and you see thousands of people just enjoying and loving their rock music. Yeah, so. and, and you come in, and like, you had your responsibilities and I had mine. Right. So I was all dressed up in a tuxedo right. that night. And it's, it's fun for me because every local news uh, station is out here and they want to talk about, you know, the first guest coming through the door and what's going to happen that night. And uh, it's just, uh, just a fun night. And then eventually uh, we become part of the party because our responsibilities start dwindling as we get close to midnight. Right. So I was lucky enough for my responsibilities to start dwindling right around Buck Cherry Buck time. Cherry. And... As people may have noticed, I was a little crazy in the Buck Cherry Pit. It was no, a good no, time. No, no, I saw you. You were, you were right up front. You knew <laughs> every right. word. That's right. I, I was enjoying myself. You were trying to get the lead singer's attention. Well, maybe, you, you know. Do. I just couldn't stop looking. <laughs> well, you you went with tats like that, you can't stop looking at Josh. <laughs> you, you weren't the only one. And I, was, I really enjoyed their performance and some of the others as well. And so then we came all the way up, as we always do, to Midnight. Oh, Midnight was so great, too. And this year... Um, of course, the year in review show. Really, really, you, you've got a lot of emotions as you're going through the year right. in review show, but to watch the people we lost and then some of the recent tragedies and the tragedies throughout. And then it's that happy sort of everyone being together vibe. It's just that community vibe. So midnight hits, fireworks go off, the place is all lit up, and two chicks kissed me. Two chicks in the crowd? Yes, we well, talked about this last it. time. I know, we talked it about it last time. every year. So every year. Any I got guys or just chicks? Just Patrick, just my guy. Oh, your guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Double it's randoms. friendly love here at Fremont Street. That's what I like to <laughs> tell the folks. That's great. Well, I was up on stage with the mayor doing the, the countdown, and uh, then we uh, got off stage, and that's when I started hitting it. Music stopped around three, and that's where I called it a night. How, how late did you make it? Um, I was at the video poker tables until about four. About four. About four, yeah. yeah but I did get a chance to see um, Otherwise, who's a local Las Vegas band. Yeah, yeah. They played at First Street between midnight and 3 a.m., and they were just off the chain. Really? They were fantastic. I yeah. didn't know. I was inside a casino. I didn't get to see that. Really great and exciting band. Like, as I was walking by, I was fist in the air, doing a little fist pumping. It was good stuff. I got to see part of Quiet Riot that night, and they had a big crowd. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They were down on the uh, First Street stage. Yes, 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 yes. And then, of course, we also have Buck Cherry. But I also yeah, want to um, give one shout-out tonight to Ticket Cake. Yeah, they kicked I it. I think we really had a really good experience with Ticket Cake this year, so hoping to work with them again next year. I hope that we'd love people's feedback yeah, because yeah. we felt that it was a really seamless 
experience to purchase your tickets ahead of time and then go right into the park. Yeah, we, we picked Ticket King for all the right reasons. Right. The way their system works is just so slick and easy for, for us and for the user. Yes. Uh, their rates for the user was, was really reasonable. Really reasonable. Uh, and their neighbors, they, they live right down the street. They're part of the downtown project. Yes. And, and so, uh, I, and then I was really glad to see them out here bouncing around and working with us. They were night. here all night. They were so great, so great to work with. And then everyone, all of the general public kept saying, there's an app for that. So I thought that was fun too. That's great. So <laughs> six months to get ready for six months or six hours worth of partying. And apparently at this rate, it's going to take six days to we're, get over it. Yeah. So we've got a little come down time. A little come down time. <laughs> I think my head's back on. Me too. Me too. We're um, this week for Fremont Street Experience moving forward. January is a little light for us. However, what we do have happening is during CES, we have great bands coming on all week long for CES, and that's January 8th through the 13th. Yeah, for folks that don't know, that's the Consumer Electronics Show. Sure. And uh, there's over 100,000 people that come to that show, and so very smartly, we're, we're clever this way, we, we do things to attract them down to Fremont Street. Right. <laughs> so, entertainment's one of our hooks, and so we're going to do that for them. We're going to do that. The zipline's still rolling, and the shows are still happening, so it's really not that cold here in January. Yeah, so awesome. come on down to Fremont Street. I think you still, Fremont Street's experience is still a best bet in January. All right, Megan. Well, thanks for bringing us up to speed. Thank you and the rest of the staff for putting on just a fabulous party for about 25,000 people this year. About 25,000. Official stuff. numbers are in. <laughs> All right, well, stay tuned. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to wrap up the show. Three, two, one. Oh, I need to come up with something funny to oh, say. Geez. Three, two, one. Wow. But the co-host. Really, you? I have to say watch it. Well, we're, I'm doing. That's how you do it. You really? watch it. There okay. you go. I got we? We're, we, we are the Odds Couple. Hi, my name is Scott Pritchard. And I am Anthony Padilla. You're watching the Vegas Video Network. You are. You are. We are, too. So that's the show. I want to thank the guests, uh, all four queens that we had on tonight, including Alex and Heather and Megan and Lisa. And, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the things that bring people to New Year's Eve are, are happening here every single night. We keep it safe. We keep it fun. We have live entertainment. We have the Viva Vision Entertainment. We have value-oriented food and, and drinks good times all the time. If you miss New Year's down here, you want to go to VegasExperience.com. I think we've got over a hundred photos of what happened, at least the things that we can show that night. Uh, good times, I can assure you. But uh, thanks again for joining us here on Episode 6. Stay tuned. We'll be back in two weeks on Valentine's Day. Take care.